Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well, staying safe wherever you are in the world. Okay, Andy, so literally, as we were about to press record, it seems as if the entire mood of what the podcast would have been has just taken a 180-degree turn. Yes, we we happily greeted each other and then... The mood just died. Yeah, it it is unbelievable. So, of course, we were going to come on here, discuss the hammering of Cluj in the Europa League, maybe maybe get excited and lift our spirits a little bit by talking about Tommaso Milanese, who comes on, makes a senior debut, gets an assist within the first first 10-15 minutes of being on the pitch. The mood was going to be great, and literally, as we are about to press record, Edin Dzeko has published on his official Instagram account that he has tested positive for COVID. So, let's try our best to keep this moderately positive. However, from what went to looking like a fairly straightforward match against the Genoa side, in my opinion, that is not very good. Now, all of a sudden, becomes a bit more complicated, yeah? Yeah, well, listen, Genoa is is always a tough task, and uh, going there, some of my worst nightmares come from Genoa. Um, Some of the most uh, latest episodes there included, you know, La Padula getting a slap in the face, Um, you know, and then Genoa equalizing a game where we dominated, or, you know, us going there and then the rain pouring down and and basically it was like playing against the wall um so obviously it's it's a tough task but with Roma rolling and playing the way they they are right now I expected this game to be difficult yes but but manageable um definitely a game that you can win and I can even imagine them winning comfortably but as you just said, we press the button. We're here to record. We said hi to each other. And then um, the, the news came out. And that's what I meant by, by the circumstances that caused this, this, this uh, world of football today, this, this new uh, world of football, this new reality to be so fragile. Is that like that, with the snap of a finger, you lose your starting forward, your probably top uh, most important player on the team that's that's a big blow so i understand we're not playing you know uh the 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 champions um we're not playing uh, a, a team filled with with all-stars but it is still a tough task and with jeko not being there to lead the attack and with such a short bench with carlos perez being out it it becomes an even tougher task 
Listen, you are absolutely correct. It does become a significantly more difficult match. Listen, you and I have discussed this a number of times. We talked about it during the summer when the transfer uh, when the transfer window is open. But it seems like Roma are almost centered in the way they play around Jekyll. Now they play much more differently when there's somebody else out there. When Schick would replace Jekyll, when Kalinic would replace Jekyll last season, and even this season with Majoral replacing Jekyll. Roma, they just play a different way. Now, what we saw yesterday, we did not see a typical 3-4-2-1 in the same manner in which we are used to seeing in the league when Jekyll is playing with the team. Now, what we saw against Cluj was Pedro Mkhitaryan playing much more closer to Majoral. And that is something that Fonseca has been asked about quite a bit. In the sense of, listen, my Haral cannot play as the lone striker. He is not a a guy who can be your only number nine on the pitch. He needs he needs somebody else to play off. Sort of the sort of how we talk about Immobile with Lazio struggles as a number nine when he's the lone striker. But you put somebody like Luis Alberto Correa next to him, and he excels. So I think that is my Haral's game. Now I don't know what Fonseca has planned. But I would assume that he plays the normal way that the team plays when Jekyll is out there. So this means that Majoral is going to have to adapt. And then on top of that, Genoa, man, they are one of those bogey teams for Roma. I always go back to, so obviously the slap of Terossi to, to La Padula. And then there's the one that I always refer to is Totti's farewell match, the final match. Genoa have zero motivation to play or to do anything in this match. You think they're just going to loaf about the pitch, let Roma and its supporters honor Totti, let there be a nice final goodbye, we will see you soon, we love you, thank you for everything. Uh, Sort of a celebration, but no, 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 no. Genoa, they decide to play Totti's farewell match as if it were, you know, a Champions League semifinal. And Roma, they need to pull a winner out of their backsides in the dying minutes of the game, thanks to Perotti. Yep. Juric was managing that game like Phil Jackson in 96. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely correct. So this is a team, Andy, that Roma, they, they just always seem to struggle with. But without Dzeko now, what, what are you expecting? Well, losing Jeko in all sorts of circumstances is always going to be a blow, and um, and and here it is unfortunate. Uh, I I agree with you that having Pedro and Mkhitaryan there reassures me a, a little bit. You know, it 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 it's sort of I th- I have I have the same feeling. I wish Borja Mayoral will have in this in this upcoming game where he'll realize, okay, you know. These guys are pros. They'll help me figure this thing out because it's not going to be easy and it's not going to to look the same way Roma looks when Jack is out there. It never does. Um, Roma changes uh, shape, changes basically the whole game plan changes when when um, when uh, Jeko is out. Um, the, 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 the few times that he's out. And Roma without Jeko have never really looked convincing uh, aside from yesterday i mean we were here to talk about a positive performance yes a performance that uh, you know you can't really draw many conclusions from a game like yesterday but still was nice it was it was uplifting um and now it's a big test for Borja Mayoral and uh, it's a big test big, big test for everybody because the 
the work rate that the Jeko um, you know leaves behind and and sort of for his teammates now to pick up is is huge, um, especially in a game against a team like Genoa that just stand around, park the bus. And just wait for you, and wait, and absorb everything they ha- can, and 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 you 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 basically spend the whole game uh, breaking them down. Um, and usually these teams are Roma, at least, very very often don't have that much success breaking them down. And you said you said Torino, I say Kievo, uh, Kievo, Genoa. These are teams that I absolutely hate playing, especially in a way because it's just it's it's the history is there again and it's um it's 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 too bad still this team the way they are playing this should be business as usual i want to believe that it will be business as usual they have to go in and really just set the tone from the start um i hope borja mayoral you know because aside from those two goals you know, it wasn't the standout performance. Those were two good goals that should have boosted his confidence. You know, in and showing him, okay, if I if I can contribute to this team, I can. You know, I can play. I have my chances here. You know, the the, the coach trusts me. Now it's his big moment. Now you know it's time to step in for Jeko. Obviously, it will be a different way of playing. Borja Mayoral will definitely not do the things that Jeko does, but. Some things will be expected of him. Now, you know, we, we picked you. Um, we didn't settle for Kalinic, thank God. We picked you. Now it's time for you to prove your worth. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Exactly. So that is the perfect transition to yesterday's match. So Roma, they annihilate Cluj 5-0. Now, to be fair, this is a Cluj going through a very peculiar situation. Their manager is essentially saying, I want to leave. I'm going to resign. Now, after the match yesterday, he said he still has to think about it, but they also have a number of injuries as well. So this wasn't a Cluj side entering a match in peak mental nor physical form. But nonetheless, it was still good to see Roma get a decisive victory in the Europa League. But I do want to focus on Majoral. So I don't think that he played particularly great. He did not jump off the screen, in my opinion. I would say he probably was not even among the top two, three, four players on the pitch. However, despite not having played very well, significantly well, whatever, I still think he played okay. But I don't even think that part of it is important. And this is something that Paolo Fonseca said after the match. For me, it's not even about the performance. Put put the performance aside, okay? Take this from another perspective. It is the fact that he scored two goals in the same match. Put the performance aside. I would think now that his confidence entering this match is significantly higher now because he finally got that weight off of his shoulders. He doesn't have the lingering uh, the lingering effects of not having scored a goal with his new team hanging overhead. So he can enter this match more motivated, more confident. And, and hopefully you have 
Pedro Mkhitaryan alongside him, hopefully you have your older teammates sort of propping you up a little bit. So, Andy, it, it, it almost feels like, from my heart out, it feels like from his perspective and, and from our perspective of him now probably being the starter, Fonseca still has to still has to reveal it, but I, I would assume tomorrow when he speaks, he, he will say that my Hodal is starting. But it feels as if him scoring those two goals sort of adds the or, or changes the perspective we have on him now entering this match because, again, he can play much more freer now, right? Yeah, like Kalinic or the previous guys who are in in similar situations where you're just you feel you don't feel part of the team. And I'm wondering, had he not scored those two goals yesterday, what would be we be saying now in in terms of the the Genoa game? I'm feeling way more confident now because of those two goals yesterday. And I hope that he feels confident as well. For sure, and you think he would be much more confident entering this one because again, he he got that he got that weight off of his shoulders, so to speak. Now going to the other side of this, Genoa, Andy. I said at the top of this, they are not playing well, okay, and, and that's just the fact they're not. So they don't play good football. First off, okay, they are very. I, I, I mean, they just sit deep. They try to hit you on the counter. Maran is a manager that is sort of like Yakini. I just can't believe that. That he keeps getting appointed to these somewhat, somewht prominent City A roles. It's baffling to me. So here's General Genoa's results over recent. So on Wednesday, they lose to Torino, who get their first victory of the season 2-1. Before that, they draw in the derby against Claudio Ranieri in Samp. Before that, they barely win in the Coppa Italia. Before that... Saturday, the 24th of October. They lose to Inter, 2-0. Before that, on the 19th, they draw 0-0 with Genoa. On the 27th of September, they get hammered by Napoli, 6-0. So, no matter how you look at this, this is a very, very poor Genoa side with a bad manager who does not play good football. But Andy, when it comes to Genoa, every time they faced Roma... I almost feel like just about everything that they have done up until that specific point goes out the window because it doesn't matter who the manager is, who the players are. They always seem to get up for these matches against Roma. And for the life of me, I, I cannot understand it. With with these kind of teams that play the way Genoa plays, always, no matter who the manager is, whether it is Andreazzoli or, or Juric or, or Nicola, uh, these teams never really change identity. They they stay the same way. And, um, and I think that... Um, Roma are going to have a hard time figure, figuring them out. And so I could see them starting out with, with Borja Mayoral up there uh, on his own. But yesterday what was interesting was that uh, the two focal offensive points of, of, of this Roma are either Spinazzola and Mikatarian or Spinazzola and Pedro. It's always they always go to either Spinazzola on the wing or um, via you know a central route, more central route than Spinazzola, which usually it, 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 it's one between Mikatarian and Pedro. Mikatarian was the 
the the go-to guy in the first half that every single ball basically went through him he was he was the one who was distributing the distributing the ball and 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 sort of creating space um for Borja Mayoral for Bruno Perez uh and and then it was Pedro Pedro was you know the regista the the offensive force the i mean everything was going through him and and, and that's not only because of his you know status as a veteran but also because these guys have an immense skill set that allows them to you know really cover so many different positions at once um so I I think we're we'll see more of that more of 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 basically um, either Pedro or Mkhitaryan leading with the way for Borja Mayoral next to uh, one of them, and and that's going to be interesting because again, Jeko allows you so much in the way that the defenses really fear him, you know, and we we saw the trouble he gave to the Fiorentina defense. And, you know, we can say whatever we want. It's a badly organized defense. But some of the individuals there, Milenkovic, talented, very talented player. The guy was 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 exhausted um, after uh, marking uh, Jeko the whole game. And that's what Jeko does. Is he does the little things. He does the dirty work. Um, he is still, you know, despite so many missed headers, he is still an aerial threat. Now you're gonna play with with basically very very uh, short players up front. You're gonna have Pedro and Borja Mayoral and Mkhitaryan, not exactly aerial threats. Um, so it's this is going to be different. I I really hope also to see more of uh, either Vertu getting in the in the in the box or 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 Pellegrini. Uh, obviously not not a not perfect uh, when when he sees the frame of the goal, but still it's this Roma will need more of that. We, they will need more of of more players in the six yard area without Jeko. Yes. Now, if you will allow me a moment to be a top-level pessimist, just because at least to a certain degree, being Roma supporters, we all have this pessimistic bug within us, at least at least somewhat. Being a Roma supporter, I think just by nature, you're at least somewhat pessimistic. Now, this thing with Jekyll, I don't want to get into this... For some reason, when you discuss COVID, it turns into this very odd political discussion. Yes, I understand the survival rate is very high. However, we have seen players come back within a few days. And then we've seen players like Calafiori and Diawara who have essentially been out for one month. So if you will allow me just briefly, Andy, to be the pessimist here, I just want to show you what Roma could have in store for them should Jekyll go on the longer end of the time frame of being out. So as I mentioned, thankfully, Roma, they have an international break coming up after the match against Genoa. They will they will not return until the 22nd against Parma at home. So they have Parma again on the 22nd at home, and then they have Cluj away on the 26th. On the 29th, they play away to Napoli. And then on the 3rd of December, they play home against Young Boys. And then on the 6th of December, they are at home against Sassuolo. So there is the possibility that should he miss one month, he will be out for two Europa League matches, three league matches, two of which are against teams that are higher in the table than Roma. 
So I don't want to be the pessimist or, you know, I don't want to be overly negative. But if you again, if I can just be pessimistic from this standpoint, we better hope that Jekyll is on the shorter time frame of returning from COVID. Now, when it comes to this COVID stuff, football aside, you have to think of the human standpoint first. So obviously, if he comes back tomorrow, if he if he tests negative in three, four, five weeks, whatever, I, it doesn't matter when it is. As long as he recovers from this, I couldn't care less from the footballing standpoint. We obviously want him to get better and be okay. He's a father. He's married. So let's just hope from the human standpoint that he can recover as soon as possible. But from the footballing standpoint, the prospect of him being out, Andy, for the same time frame as Calafiori and Diawara, which is, again, one month, I mean, this could be potentially devastating for Roma because, again, Sassuolo, Napoli, home against Parma, and then two Europa League matches. The, you know, this is not a walk-in-the-park calendar that is upcoming for Roma where you're playing relegation sides. I mean, these are decisive matches with major implications in the table. It, it is terrifying, and it, it, it poses a big problem uh, for the team, for the manager, you're Fonseca. Your team is is playing good. You know, you you are really exceeding expectations in a way, and and um and and the whole thing is starting to assemble to look like a team. They, these players, and even from the way they they relate to each other, and and you know, it was nice to see, for example, Kumbula um, congratulate Ibanez on his goal, and uh, Pedro with Milanese. You know, it, this this team is growing into a team you know uh, with all their mistakes and um you know the the, the the mental lapses whatever this team is 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 building something um in terms of chemistry and and then you lose a, a huge piece of this team in Jeco. Uh, you look at the bench you have Borja Mayoral but you don't have any other player that that can do similar things to either Jack or even Borja Mayoral because um you you now you start playing all these games Pedro is going to play them Mkhitaryan is going to play all of them uh Carlos Perez who knows when he'll be back uh you you are going to face problems you know you have aging players you have this covid situation which again I cannot believe still that we are in 2020 and and um and there are people uh, in 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 this in this league that don't really understand how you know that this is a sport and that it's not everyone for himself. It's it's we're all working. So there's this whole thing about I'm not even gonna mention the club that is doing it, but uh, I I don't want I hope that it's only one club doing this because. Uh, this is going. It can be dangerous for everybody involved, and again, it it just it just messes up the season for so many teams um, that you will have to eventually. I don't care what anybody says. This you know, a season like this one, twenty twenty one, will have to have an asterisk ne- next to it because it's it's impossible. It's impossible. Like we talked about this, and you asked me, you know, what. What are your expectations? Are you, you know, the objectives? To me, that comes to zero this season because it's impossible to say anything remotely uh, accurate or realistic about this because 
just like that, you lose your starting forward. Just like that, um, Skriniar is out for a month um, without playing for Conte. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, same thing, absent for three weeks and, and Juve play like shit. He comes back. It's a whole different team. It's, it's, that, that's the way this season is going to go. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Correct. We, we discussed that before, previously, how, how these COVID tests can come out of nowhere and essentially change the entire complexion of your season because you could lose one or two key players within just a matter of hours before a match. So I, I totally agree. And then on top of that, can we just briefly discuss this situation with Lazio, who, for those of you who have not been following this story, if you don't read Italian, I can understand how the, the, the finer details of it can sort of get lost in translation. But for those of you who missed it, Lazio, they've been having, within the league, they've had three players who have tested negative for their Champions League matches, but, or I'm sorry, that tested positive for COVID in their Champions League matches, but have tested negative for their Serie A matches, and they are now under investigation by the uh, FIGC, who are digging into why, if there is any any sense that they have players who have tested positive for COVID, why they are allowing them to train. And if they are truly negative, why are you holding them out of the Champions League matches. So for those of you who don't know, the protocol or the, the the testing protocols that UEFA uses are not the exact same as the Serie A. From what I understand, the uh, the UEFA COVID test, they they dig deeper. They they look for a, they look for more strains. It's very scientific and the 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 odds of me being able to explain the complexities of it are are slim to none. So Andy, it's interesting because Lazio they have been they have been using the same laboratory in Avellino to do their COVID tests since May, and the owner of this laboratory is the former president of the uh, of the Serie B club Avellino too, and uh, Lotito knows him. So I don't want to be the conspiracy theorist. Okay, we all have that crazy aunt or uncle who is in their 50s or 60s on Facebook, who posts all these weird conspiracy memes, okay? So I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, send, sending you sending you photos on WhatsApp of, like, weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just described my aunt who works at a winery in Vicenza almost perfectly. So it is, it is terrifying. But yes, exactly, exactly. So I don't want to get all conspiratorial here. However... It's just very, very odd, this situation with Lazio. It just makes you scratch your head because there have not been inconsistencies with any of the other clubs in the Serie A to this level, yeah? Right. And you're by doing this, you're in still endangering uh, teams. You're, 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 and also, you're creating this... I mean, there is this... It seems like there has always been this broken dialogue between Serie A and UEFA, and it's... 
in in these situations, you know, with with the UEFA saying, listen, we, our our tests show this. Serie A, I don't know what they do. They have their private tests, and now uh, this idea of uh, of a com of a shared laboratory was introduced. And again, this laboratory just declared that there are three positive players for Lazio. So yeah, and Andy and Andy, the the, the thing about this too, it's not even the footballing aspect. Remove that completely from the situation and from the argument and from the discussion. That is secondary. Let's just take this from a pure human decency standpoint. Okay, the fact that you had players test positive, okay, from UEFA's tests. And then you had them retest at a different, you had them retest at a different laboratory and they came back negative. You allowed them to play. And then what we're reading today is that two separate laboratories tested these three players. And as you and I are discussing this, as we are recording at this very moment, it has been reported by La Repubblica that the two other laboratories that Lazio sent these COVID tests to these two laboratories have confirmed that Immobile, Liava, Stracosia have all tested positive for COVID. So what I assume is going to happen is that Lazio, Lotito, he will have the players take another test with, with this laboratory in Avellino. They'll come back negative and he'll say, oh, look, look, see, I told you this is the laboratory that we've been using and they've come back negative. But these inconsistencies are a joke. And the fact that he is he is willingly ignoring these other two laboratories just to gain some sort of, I guess you would call it a competitive advantage, is disgusting to me. It's abhorrent. And the fact that this is being allowed to happen is embarrassing. It's a black guy on the stadia. Andy, I would hope that Gravina, the, 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 the president of the FIGC, I would hope that he takes this as an opportunity and a chance to send a very strong message. But you know what? I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. And I hope, I hope that, uh, you know, this something comes out of this situation, that this will not be another case of the typical Italian hush-hush, you know, okay, we'll just, you know, a, a slap on the wrist, go home, uh, you know, enjoy yourself, nothing will come out of it. Because usually when you're dealing with people... Um, at least that have a status in the Fijici and people like Claudio Lotito, more specifically, um, nothing comes out of it. It's always kept quiet. And I really hope that uh, Torino, especially um, since they were, you know, exposed to that, um, you know, uh, it's not even about the loss. Again, it's not even about the loss of the game. Then we are talking about the situation because it's not about Lazio. It's about a team from the Serie A, a team in Italy that does this. And hopefully no other team does that as well because it, that creates such a big problem. We are just trying to finish the season. Anybody who's realistically looking at this season like, oh, can can this team win this or can this player win his you know golden boot or whatever um that's that's be we are beyond that we're just here to make it to the end of the season um and 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 it's 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 pretty unfortunate that that certain individuals 
uh, don't look at it that way, especially the individuals that are in charge of it and that can have influence on these matters. Um, because at the end of the day, it's about playing safely. And it's not about Lazio, you know, training unsafely. It's about them going on the pitch with perhaps a number of positive players and facing a, 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 a team that maybe in a few days will will you know will 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 say okay we have a number of positive players and then it's it becomes a mess it becomes a mess and it's difficult for everybody and i again it's 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 we're beyond football you know we're still we're in such in in such a situation that these things are secondary the 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 safety first it's safety first yeah and again the the whole thing behind all of this it almost just seems like football is being put ahead of health from Lazio's standpoint. So I, I really can't understand this behavior. Again, we are in a particular situation no matter where you are in the world, whether you're in Europe, Australia, North America, South America, wherever, it doesn't matter. This COVID situation is is impacting you and where you live. So the fact that Lotito is willing to, 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 to put football and results ahead of health and just basic human decency again i find it appalling it's a, it's a crime against humanity let's 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 put it that way yeah it is it is terrifying and and i i really wonder um what was the thinking behind that you know what at this at this stage at this point in the season what is there to win what 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 is Lazio in the run for? You know, is there anything remotely uh, a, a, that much appealing that can motivate such behavior? Because I don't believe that even the goal, Ballon d'Or or or the World Cup can can justify doing these things. I mean, this is something that you know you go you go to jail for, um, and it's it's again I. Again, I hope, I truly hope that this not, does not end with a slap on the wrist. Like like so many other things uh, in, in Italy, but it generally in most, in most places, it, it seems like there are certain people that are untouchable. And in my opinion, one of an individual like that is Claudio Lotito. I really hope that this is, that, that the punishment, the punishment has to be severe. It has to be because you have to send the message that no matter if you're on a first place or if you're fighting for for you know fighting relegation, you uh, this is not an excuse valid enough to to put lives at risk, to put lives of those players of of, of other people around those players at risk. It just it's it's um it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that has to be said in November of 2020. Um meaning we are we've been fighting this for what for uh, almost a year. Um and we have again we're back to square one and it's listen yes we're gonna get mocked for this because it, it gets political or whatever it, it, it this is not really political it's about you know decency it's about making the choices um that matter uh for the benefit of of the safety of of people of of of, of a society in general so um 
you know, this is football that goes beyond football. This is football that transpires into society, everyday society. And it, there has to be a punishment and it has to be more severe than what I've been reading. I mean, I've read, oh, they're going to lose. They're going to get penalized one point or three points. This is <laughs> it, it, it's not a matter of one point or, or two points. This is a matter of, of getting relegated. It, it's a matter of getting shut down. Um, it, it, it just cannot happen. It cannot happen. It's a hazard that goes beyond the stadiums. It's a hazard that goes beyond and into the cities and into the countries. And now with the international break, God knows where else. 100%. 100%. So before we go, I want to end this on a significantly more positive and uplifting mood. So in the Europa League yesterday, we saw... For the first time in his senior debut, Tommaso Milanese, midfielder. Some have described him as a box-to-box midfielder. Fabrizio Micoli, the former Palermo striker who is the head of the academy that Milanese came from. He said he can play as a mezzala, he can play as a number 10. So this is still a guy that is growing. We're still figuring out his best role. But Andy, that was... That was so awesome and so <laughs> it just warms your heart. It's one of those things that it's one of the reasons why we love football for the stories, for the great moments, for the great episodes. So Milanese, he comes on late in the second half. He makes his debut for Roma and not long thereafter, he gets an assist on the fifth and final goal of Roma to Pedro. He does a very, very good action between himself, Pellegrini, and Pedro, who did very, very well to to get the goal. A nice piece of skill to, to get some separation, get the goal. But Milanese did very well. And then afterwards, after the match, he's on Roma television. He's being interviewed, and you just hear his voice trembling. He's so excited. You can, you can almost hear the emotion and the adrenaline in his voice. He's trembling. He's not sure what to say. But uh, it, it just warmed my heart. That that was one of the best moments that we've had so far this season. Now, obviously, the results matter too. But but moments like this, Andy, they're 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 so fun to watch unfold, and they're just to see a player make his senior debut, and you could just tell afterwards how how much it means to them. It's just so fun and uplifting to see someone experience that. Yeah, that was, and it was encouraging, especially after seeing Juan Jesus come on. You needed a, a sort of a, a shock of positivity. <laughs> yeah, they, we needed his debut to cancel that out. Yeah, yeah. The moment, the moment I see Juan Jesus and his and his beer belly show up on my screen, um, I definitely need a, a, a new a new injection of uh, of something exciting. And Milanese was that. I th- I was thinking more along the lines of Zalewski because we we've been hearing so much about him. And and um, but but uh, Milanese, you know, comes on and and confident. Um, definitely doesn't want to do too much. And then, as you just said, takes part in that beautiful triangle between between uh, him, Mayoral, and and Pedro. Even before that was was Pellegrini, and um, and that's 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 beautiful to see. And that's why you also play these these minor games to at least see that you know to at least see a glimpse of of young raw talent that it, it, it treats this as I mean he said it. It was his the happiest day of his life. You know, if you if you if you can hear a person say that at least once, 
every 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 so often that's probably the greatest thing you can possibly hear from somebody uh, and 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 so i think that's it was encouraging it was nice to see us for a change go and and try somebody more unusual than the regulars and um i hope it's not the last time um i also hope i i also hope let's i also hope that the hype um is 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 contained that the hype we we restrain ourselves from falling into the usual trap i have to remind everybody uh one of the first major appearances in the Serie A by antonucci was the cross to jeco to equalize the Sampdoria game, and that was also the last time anybody has seen him play anything uh, remotely close to what we now call football. Um, so hopefully this is this is an encouraging start for guys like Milanese, for Zalewski, guys from the Primavera that are doing good. At least they can, you know, they have that thought in the back of their head that, listen, maybe if I if I really uh, put put work, my work in, you know, I, I can get, you know, a, a, a chance... I might get a shot at this this at this first uh, team and uh, listen again with covid you never know you you really you never know you have you have Carlos Perez maybe out with uh, a sore throat uh, let's say somebody else uh, more offensively minded um I'm not even going to name names just to not not on wood uh, out with covid you'll have to at some point depend on these guys and so it's good to give them a start to give them a little push and say we believe in you we see you we believe in you absolutely fantastic point about the covid you never know again when somebody could be out when this could strike some of your players so having these guys ready somebody like milanese who can make his debut and now could come on the pitch and won't have at least to that level the butterflies the nervousness He's been in there before. I couldn't agree more. It was it was nothing but a positive thing. So I was very happy to see that. So that is where we are going to end it, everybody. We will be back on Monday after the match against Genoa. So we will keep our fingers crossed. No Jekko. And then it is the international break. So thank you again for listening. Thank you so, so much for your support. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. So we will talk to you in a few days. So until then, ciao. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click Granger.com, or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.